Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Big congrats to Free on her new Amazon Music Station. Support. What's up, y'all? I'm your host, Miss Free, and you are now tuned into Rap Rotation Rewind. That's right. This is my new DJ Mo station on Amazon Music, where we play nothing but hip hop 24 hours a day. So stay tuned in. Stay right here. We're going to keep it popping. Let's go. What's going on, good people? It's your boy, Jay Snipes, a.k.a. the podcast of the people, back with another episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. Hey, as always, I have to start off with this. Thank you so much for, once again, tuning in to another episode. Thank you for all the love, support, you know, continuously sharing, subscribing, you know, so it, it, it definitely does not go unnoticed. Um, also, what's not going on unnoticed is my guest to my left, this, this gentleman... We talk about slashes, you know. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna give one slash because he has so many. I'm talking about like high profile slashes. So I'm not. <laughs> hey, I, you know what? So for first backstory, this gentleman is a his family. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, so much love from that respect. Secondly, he was actually the third guest on the podcast, season one, episode three. We're talking August of 2021. Um, so, you know, I, I have Lieutenant Commander Gideon Asujor. Hey, welcome back to Generation Motivation, the podcast. Cousin, thank you. Thank you for having me back. I appreciate you. <laughs> you know, hey, how, first and foremost, how, how, how's the fam doing? How's the wife and kids? Everyone's doing good? We're good, man. We're good. Um, 18 years in and is is getting better and better every day. So, hey. You knew it was recorded, so you knew you had to think about what you were gonna say. Make sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, is it seventeen years? Is it eighteen? Well, I'm saying, let me. You know, nah. Hey, we we'll, we'll definitely tell everybody. I said, I said hello first and foremost. So. No, you got it, brother. You yeah, got it. man. But um, Gideon. So, like I said, 2021. You know, I, I mean, I guess it was something happening. I guess we we'll say it was a, it was something major, like a pandemic that was happening. Yes. Time. And uh, so that's why I was definitely eager to have you on, you know, to the podcast at that particular time, especially with the climate of, uh, you know, COVID running rampant, um, you know, just the fear that was associated with it, that unknown space as to, you know, what was taking place. I mean, how are we going to come out of it? Are we going to come out of it? Um, and you gave just just some great information wealth of knowledge, um, you know, during that time frame. Mm -hmm. So, and, and just kind of give a, a, a quick backstory of, you know, how you got into this public health service space. Like I said, you're a Lieutenant commander and I'll let you also tell a little bit more about, you know, your background just to kind of bring us up to speed and we'll touch on the, uh, uh, you know, tidbits of that first, um, podcast interview as well. Of course, of course. So my background actually is in critical care nursing. I started my career at the great Grady Hospital. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah, that was um, that was 2007. I started in the ER, believe it or not. And then I did um, some time in the ICU. I spent about two years in the ICU. That was a great experience for me uh, from a clinical standpoint. And then I made my way to uh, another health institution, um, Wellstar, Emory, you know, the ICU, uh, CCU, electrophysiology, and then 
develop some interest in, in the military. So I joined the Air Force. I was a flight nurse in the Air Force. I stayed in the Air Force for about six years. And then a friend of mine um, introduced the United States Public Health Service to me. And I, I love what it suit for because it, it wasn't about, you know, going to war. It was more like public service, right? So, you know, we say we wage war against disease. That's what we do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we are under the leadership and guidance of um, the Surgeon General. So everything we do, you know, is evidence-based, science, is health. And uh, that piqued my interest and, and I joined. I've been in now for going on six years. I said I'm a lieutenant uh, commander and I'm currently stationed at uh, the Defense Health Agency in um, the Washington, D.C. area. And uh, that's that's my story. That's your story. And you sticking yeah. to it. And I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> and building upon it. Um, you know, so just in regards to, I guess, that public health sector. So what was it about that sector that really, I guess, kind of sparked interest? Was it something, you know, younger? I mean, something in your youth that, that said, you know what, when I come of age, I definitely want to make sure I give back because that's I mean, that's the ultimate service. We, we're talking about community service and, and giving back to the community. When you're able to help people with their health, because health is wealth, that is, that, is, that is the ultimate service, being able to help those in the community with their health. So what, uh, I guess, what in your background kind of led you down that path? I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I had any choice because I was actually, so I'm originally from Africa. So yeah. uh, born and raised. And uh, my mom told me this story about, I think it was about seven years ago. She said, I was actually delivered by a nurse on the way to the hospital. Mm. So yeah, we couldn't, she couldn't make it to the hospital. And I was like, hey, I got to come out. And a nurse yeah. actually helped deliver me. And she didn't, she ended up not going to the hospital. She went, she took me straight home, right? So wow. yeah, so the interesting thing is, it's almost like I, somehow had to be part of nursing or healthcare somehow. Yeah. Um, initially, I wanted to be a pharmacist until I encountered uh, organic chemistry. And uh, and I was like, I just couldn't overcome organic chemistry. And so I gave up and a friend of mine introduced the, the concept of nursing. It's like, you know what, have you, have you considered being a nurse? It's like, you know, why not? And, and I'm glad I did. So when it comes to service, to be honest with you, there's nothing I would rather do with my time. I remember one time I was, I was actually deployed to uh, um, to serve in a reservation, Indian reservation. Okay. Zuni tribe in New Mexico. I was there for about 42 days. Okay. Uh, this was actually during COVID. And in the reservation, I may have been the only, one of only five um, African-Americans, right? And to be in this tribe serving these people with my knowledge, you know, I'm talking about from six months old all the way to 98 year old female taking care of these folks. It, it was just an amazing thing to do. And they welcomed me with, with, you know, open arms and I will never forget that. And that was reinvigorating for me. It was like refreshing and made me realize why I wanted to be um, in, in the public service sector. So. Um, there's nothing else I'd rather do. And currently, I'm actually getting my my doctorate in nursing practice with a concentration in psychiatric 
uh, mental health nurse practitioner. Because as you know, um, we just don't have enough men of color in, in, in psychiatry. So um, I, I thought it is best that, you know, why not me? Because I've always asked that question. No, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. And it's almost like God said, well, why not you? You go ahead and, and get this degree so you can be a voice for um, a minority population. So service services is my middle name. I'll just, I'll just put it that way. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that's awesome. I, I I said something about slashes, and now he's looking to add a couple more slashes on tour. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey man, but this brother right here, I mean, just just exudes that you know that that empathy that we need as a society. You know what I'm saying? Like he's taking on that burden upon himself to be able to get more educated, to be able to help serve others. You know what I'm saying? It's not just for him. Hey man, this is for the community. This yes. is when, you know, when your grandmother doesn't know, you know, what's wrong with her and, and, and she, she's in the bed somewhere and, and you know, like it's just hopeless. It's, 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 it's people like this right here that are getting this knowledge and this experience to be able to help, you know, treat grandma. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. hey, look, it's going to be OK. You know, it's going to be all right. I got you. I know exactly what's going on. Let's get you back to health. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a beautiful thing, man. I um I definitely applaud you, you know, for everything that you're doing, um, you know, to, to help serve the community, man. That's that's and and, and and hey, listen, let's let's not even play around. Thank you for what you do because you are providing a platform for voices like mine, right? So thank you for what you do, brother. I appreciate oh, you. Oh man, hey, I, hey, you know what? Just like you, you found purpose, you know, in the health sector, man. I I found purpose with with uh with this platform and like you said just hey man be a voice it's, yes. it says be a voice not <laughs> an echo be a voice, not an echo but like yeah that. man that's that's like the truth that. we, we all like have uh, we all have a platform um you know it doesn't matter how you know how grand or how small but just recognizing that you have a platform and using your platform you know to the fullest that's that's what life is about man you know what i'm saying being able to give hope and, and absolutely give hope. So, absolutely um, Hey man, let's pick up with this this conversation from uh, 2021, yeah. August 2021. We were talking about COVID. You yeah, know, you told the story about you know uh, when you went to Hawaii, and uh, just man, that was when COVID was just at its peak and just running rampant, and we just really didn't know a lot about it. You were supposed to tell me some some high level secrets after you know once we got off camera. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, hey, look, if anybody's watching this, he did not tell me anything. We did not talk about any, we did not talk about any sealed documents. I'm just joking. No. <laughs> Listen. I don't, look, I don't want anybody knocking at my door talking about what did he tell you. I, I'm, I'm I am playing. But um, so so August, that was once once again, that was August of 2021, what um that we talked about it. But so now. Now we're in this this space in, in 2023. How did we get here? Are, are, are we feeling good about where we are now as a, as you know uh, as a country as as globally? Are we feeling we feeling better or what? What do you think? Well, let me let me start by saying that I need to we need to honor those um, who lost uh, a loved one. Um, we're talking about over a million deaths in the United States, right, related to COVID. So that represents um, family members, friends, uh, co-workers, 
um, neighbors. And so to anyone who, who was impacted by that, especially fatally, you know, if you lost a loved one, my heart goes out to you. Uh, you know, I think let's let's start there um, because that was devastating. There was a lot of fear. Obviously, we know about the misinformation. We're unsure who to listen to. We're not sure if to get the vaccine or, or not. So I just want to start by acknowledging those that lo lost a loved one. Um, you know, truly, my heart goes out to you. And so are we in a good place? Well, I, I think we are. I, I think we are. But there are certain things we ought to do in this space, right? I, I call it the, the tri triple R approach. Okay. So remembrance, right? I just mentioned it. Remember those we lost, right? Maybe even if it's not much in the same way we, we remember 9-11, uh, right? But there ought to be some form of reverence for those who, who lost their lives, right? And yeah. this has nothing to do with politics, right? So, you know, we lost Republicans, we lost Democrats, we lost independents. These are Americans. So I just want to start there. So that's remembrance. And then we need to have respect. Now, that's something I have learned, right? So just to, put, um, you know, go back a little bit. So during that time, I obviously, my background is in, is in critical care, right? And I'm a public health nurse. But the cool thing is, I was also a drug investigator for the FDA. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I know a little bit about the um, unveiling of the vaccine. Right. How, I got it. Um, there there was a lot of skepticism. You know, it came out too fast. And it, it, is this is this the right way to go? Is it safe? I, I have to admit, I got I got I got vaccinated. OK, Let, let's start there. But there are those who were anti-vaccine for different reasons. And it wasn't even white or black. You know, we had African-Americans who were a little concerned about it, right? Coming from a historical perspective, because we know, hey, historically speaking, what has happened. So that level of skepticism was there, right? And I respect that. And then you have folks who were like, you know what? I don't know. It's just, I'm not a fan of Dr. Fauci. I'm not a fan of this person. So, so when I say respect, I'm talking about respect for all voices that's what i've learned right i think the the best approach to um debate is more debate i've learned that right you know they often say words have meaning so if you you have words you present your case you know give me the opportunity to present my counter arguments and let's think about this for a minute right. instead right. of saying instead of condemning and demonizing a group or a person I've learned, you know, when it comes to science, because science is not exact all the time, right? So I think we need to just have that conversation as as a people. That's what I've learned. So that's respect. And the, the last one is, is retain. We got to retain this knowledge. We cannot forget what, what, uh, what happened. Who said this? I may be misquoting this person said, he that forgets the past or something is doomed to repeat it. It's something I'm, I think I probably I probably messed that up. I That's think it was interpretation. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It, it's like you know, something like those who cannot remember the past are doomed to repeat it. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, something like that. So so I think it's important that we as Americans retain what we learned. And now what what did we learn? You know, did the mask work? No. 
what 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 does is there empirical um evidence for the vaccine and the mask and the spacing? Let's learn all that. You know, I, I you know after let, let's after we do the after action reports, what can we learn about what happened? What just happened? Because what happened is significant, right? It is significant, and you know when it happened because I have a COVID baby, so I have a two year old. Mm. who obviously did not experience and my, now my eight-year-old know exactly about the covid right because he still wears his mask uh till today right and i let him right yeah he's so <laughs> right he, he, <laughs> so he he knows about covid now my two-year-old doesn't so when i say retain when he's of age he needs to know about this thing called covid and what how devastating he was right because right. Again, if we cannot remember, then we're doomed to 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 uh, repeat it. And I, I think I think it is human nature to sort of um, forget the past, right? I, I think it has to do with that post traumatic uh, stress disorder effect. It's like that was so traumatic. I, I I'm trying not to remember that. Mind, right? out yeah, out of mind. mind. I, that was crazy. So I don't want to remember that. But in this case, you know, we 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 have to retain. The knowledge you know we, we really do so well that that's my that's i call it the, tri the triple r approach triple r, I, lo I love it yes I love it. I love it and you know and as a matter of fact when you speak on you know what did we learn not just the scientific aspect of it but boy just you know as a whole with society how yes. you know we learn about how information can either hurt or harm us. Yes. yes. <laughs> we learn about, uh, you know, when we're, when we have our backs against the wall, like how we will react, you know, when it's the last roll of toilet paper in the, in the grocery <laughs> store, are we going to fight for it? Are we going to share it? I mean, are we going to price gouge? Are we going, I mean, just, we just learned about uh, just, I mean, it's definitely something that, Obviously, I will never, ever forget. And if we're ever back in that situation again, I feel as though, I mean, I have a, a point of reference to be able to, you know, make sure I have this in order, make sure, um, you know, I'm thinking about this when, you know, X, Y, Z happens. It's a cause and effect to everything. So um, definitely, I love the triple R, uh, you know, aspect of it because, you know, we're blessed to be here. But like you said, we have to remember those that are that that lost their lives, um, you know, during this you know traumatic time. And I mean, we're here for a reason, so we can't take that for granted, man. We can't exactly. Yeah. And and let let me add to that, you know, for my community, for the minority community, all right, especially as a public health nurse, we have to remember the fact that while we may not be able to control the reemergence of another COVID. God forbid. So we may not have control over that. What we do have control over is ourselves, right? Um, are, are you are you healthy mentally? Are you are you healthy physically? Um, because as we know, uh, those who weren't, I won't say they weren't prepared, but let's just say they they weren't in the best physical condition. Right now, when that COVID hit, it hits hard, right? Yes. And it might turn fatal. So, you know, how are we, uh, you know, educating our community to be to be healthy, um, to 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 uh, stay in shape, 
um, to, to drink water, to get rest, um, to have that resilience, right? Because it, it comes back to resilience because I believe I was, now I wasn't, I was I, I never tested positive, but I do believe I was infected because when it hit, because I, I ended up in Hawaii, I think that was uh, either January or February, I think it was March of 2021. So we essentially went to, to, <laughs> to Honolulu, Hawaii to screen folks coming from China. Okay. From Wuhan, China. So talking about directly coming. Yes. So um, we're still learning about the types of masks. Is it N95 or is it a regular mask? Okay. So, and I remember going there in the second day, just, I was just sick like a dog. I was just sick, sick, right. sick, sick. Right. But the funny thing is they were still working on the testing. Okay. Like the little uh the yeah. uh, um, uh on time or whatever wow. just in time testing yes so there was no testing but i just remember for like a week just sick i thought they were going to send me back home but it, they didn't and then you know I, I i do what i always do um you know make sure i'm getting some rest you know i stay hydrated um and just eat right and i rebounded uh just after a week right could it be that i was infected perhaps it yeah. could it be something else maybe i was just homesick the point I'm trying to make, Nick, is I was in good physical health. Right. And so when COVID hit, I was my body was resilient enough and was able to combat the uh, whatever it was, whatever it was. Right. So I think when, when, when I talk about retain the knowledge, you know, what worked for some people, and we know you can never go wrong with being healthy, never. mentally, physically, spiritually. You can never go wrong with that. So I just wanted to offer, offer that. Yeah, hey, you can never be too healthy. I've never heard someone say, you know what? <laughs> hey, I want you to cut back on being healthy. You're just... <laughs> exactly. I've exactly. never heard someone say that. Um, that is so true. And like you said, it's just, hey, it's more than just the physical aspect of it. I mean, just the mental toll. You know, obviously there were so many people that slipped into states of depression, still, there you go. still trying to battle and 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 get reacclimated into society, you know, still fearful of being in large crowds, still, you know, just just really trying to, I guess, find themselves, you know, and get back to pre-COVID shape mentally. And, and like, you know what's funny about that, um, Jay, is some people never did because remember, some people actually there was, a, there was some divorces. We heard, I, I heard about some divorces. Yeah. Some of my friends, yes. uh, because now you are at home with this stranger, yes, right for weeks, weeks at a time. Right. You know, uh, for those who had a solid foundation, I, I was lucky I, I had built something solid with my wife where being home was actually perfect. Like it worked out perfectly because all the time that was lost where we, you know, just running and doing things and going to work and picking up the kids. It's like, OK, we're home together all day. Yes. And it's like it was an opportunity to rekindle that relationship. But unfortunately, unfortunately for some, that meant you, you, there was an unveiling of what the relationship was all about in the first place. And then those marriages, some of those marriages did not survive. So did not survive. You're right. I mean, when you're trapped in the house with somebody for a month straight, like, hold on, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you exactly. must have had your representative in the house when instead of. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, but now that, that is, that is so true. It, it really exposed a lot just uh, in relationships and just, you know, in society in general. So um, it's a blessing that we are 
I, I dare to say we're on the other side of it because I yes. really, you know, like you said, we, we never know if there'll be another reemergence of may it might not be COVID, but maybe something else, you know what something I'm saying? Else. But right now, I you know, I feel like we're in a good a good space and uh, I, it's just a blessing to be able to be on the side of it, man. So um, can I never can never take that for granted. Absolutely not. You know, I was going to say with the, 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 you know, the points and the tidbits and how well versed you, you should actually do a podcast. I was, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, you know what, huh? listen, <laughs> you read my mind. So listen, I, okay. So for, I, I'll say for the past year and a half, I've had this yearning to use my voice because let me tell you something. Whenever I go to bed at night, you know what one, one of my biggest fears is? Yeah. Is to die with all this knowledge. Mm. Uh, let me tell you something. I am fearful of that. Like just to die with all this experience. Now you think about, you know, I said ER, ICU, CCU, PACU, flight nursing, electrophysiology. I mean, I did all that. Deployments, uh, Afghanistan, Qatar, Zuni, Hawaii. Yeah. All this experience, I mean, even for, for my agency, I actually recruit and place mental health clinicians at different military treatment facilities across the country. Yes. So I am on, I'm constantly on the phone, you know, recruiting psychiatrists, uh, uh, psychiatric mental health nurse practitioners, social workers, psychologists, speech language pathologists. So I'm, I'll just say this, I'm in an information space. So I'm on the phone, they're giving me discussing experience about different regions from Alaska to Hawaii. So my fear is dying and not being able to share all that information. So finally, I decided why not launch a, a podcast because that is probably one of the best, uh, best platform to um, to share your knowledge with, with the world. So that's what I did. So um, uh, my, my new podcast is the Nurse Gideon Angle. Yes. Um, lunch, lunch date is May 22nd. Yes. Um, basically it's going to feature commentary and discussion about, first of all, everything nursing, right? And then there's going to be communication about the healthcare community and believe it or not, as nurses go, so goes the healthcare community because we are the largest, right? Group in any healthcare system. Okay. So, so this podcast is for nurses it's for registered nurses, uh, licensed practical nurses, licensed vocational nurses, it's for nursing students, it's for family members of nurses, and it's for everybody because, believe me, you want to know what is going on in the lives of nurses because we touch, we, we, are, we interface with you way more than doctors and pharmacists do, right? So um, I, I'm excited about this uh, podcast, The Nurse Gideon Angle. And uh, you know, hopefully, um, I can get some some uh, listenership. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, <clears throat> you know, and of course, Generation Motivation is uh, definitely going to support. We definitely going to support and make sure. Thank you, brother. All Thank of you. our listeners and uh, and uh, you know subscribers uh, tune in, man. Because you know, I will go out and on a limb and say that that fear that you have is actually a blessing. Sometimes, sometimes we don't want to have fear. You want to, we always want to be like we're prepared and we have everything in order, but to have yeah. a fear like yours, which is, I am afraid of not sharing this wealth of knowledge I have. That is a blessing because so many people are going to benefit 
from you sharing and from you having that fear, from you wanting, you know, to see other people succeed and, and yes. see them information, man, and using yes. your platform in, in, in that manner, man, that is that is truly a blessing. I, I, I wish there were a lot more people scared like that. <laughs> right you know, I, I, and i've said I, this oh go ahead go ahead go ahead no, no i was gonna say you know i heard someone say, i don't remember this person it said the best real estate right is actually the cemetery yeah because that's where a lot of dreams and 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 talents and and issues and, and ideas and everything they're just buried they're yeah. just they're just buried, buried. It's a yes. treasure, like it's a treasure. Yes. With with so many people having these ideas, man. Yeah. Um, but it's it's great that you not only have that fear, but you're acting, yeah. you know, acting on that fear too. Um, I said this in a in a prior podcast, man. There are a lot of people that have jewels and and gems and this wealth of knowledge, but everyone is not, you know, forthcoming with wanting to share that information. Some people. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, you know, I don't know if it's that they feel as though that they're threatened mm -hmm. by giving, uh, you know, giving sharing this information with others because they don't want to. Well, knowledge is power. We all know that knowledge, yes. knowledge is power. You know what I'm saying? Not a regardless of how much money you have. If you have knowledge, you know, you you can build and and, and still be successful. It doesn't matter necessarily about, you know, having the, the riches and having the fame and you know, the social media influence and all of that stuff, man, knowledge is key. So um, I think, you know, there are a lot of people that have a wealth of knowledge and for whatever reason, they're not as forthcoming. They don't want to necessarily share it with others. They want to keep that information to themselves so they can be more powerful. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 I think it's, it's honorable for you to take on the burden of, of sharing all this information you to take on the burden of starting a podcast and giving a platform to others um, as well to educate the, you know, the population. Cause we all know when a, when that health sector, we, when, when you, when you get sick, boy, a fear instantly hits you. I don't care. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how much money you have. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what, what, you know, what position you are in your company when you get sick, and you can't see the other side of that, like, you know, okay, I've been sick for three days. Am I ever going to get, you know, better? I'm in the hospital now. What What's happening? I think, you know, having a platform such as yours and a podcast, it's going to help people to understand what nurses go through, man. You Don't take your nurse for granted. Don't talk to them any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? They, they have, they're on 12-hour shifts, man. You know what I'm saying? They've been in rooms with people who have lost their lives. They're consoling loved ones. You know what I'm saying? And and so not only are they, you know, physically helping you, but they're also, you know, mentally and psychologically helping you as well, just to kind of ease your nerves. And so, I mean, the, hey, man, you, you, you're going to do great things, man. You're going to do great. Thank things. you. Yeah. Thank you. What were you about to say? I, I, felt, I felt like. No, no, I was just going to say, I'm just going to uh, uh, add to that. Like, I, I remember as a nurse um, taking care of a patient. And then losing that patient towards the end of my shift, and then having the um, the resilience to take care of it's called postmortem care, where you you essentially prep the body for the family members to come in. So you do that, and the family comes in, and you're going to rise next door to take care of your other patients. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like 
you 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 internalize all that stuff, but it, it doesn't weaken you. You just go, you know what, I have to find some strength because that other patient needs me. So yeah. So that's we're gonna be talking about that in the podcast. And and thank you for giving me the opportunity to share to share that information. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. That's that's tough. Resilience is definitely key because you know, just to to lose a person and say, you know, I gotta, I have to be strong because, you know, sadly this person is no longer with us, but I, I can still save this person over here. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So, man, Gideon, you know what? We could we could talk forever. Um, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> you and, know it. And you know, since you're talking about the mental health space as well, I'm 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 I might I might have to have you back on. Absolutely. Yeah, because you know, with it, with us coming into uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, I um I, like last year I had a I had um you know uh, I had a specific episode that was dedicated to mental health awareness and had a nice platform. So nice. I would love to. Uh, I mean, I know you you know you're busy with your podcast and everything, but if you can make the time, I can back on. I would love to have that. I can yeah. absolutely can. So Gideon, what um what advice would you give? to to people you know looking to maybe get into that that healthcare space public service space um what 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 would be i guess one one key nugget of information that you want to give that person you will never regret it you will never regret it like when when my time is 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 done on this earth and i'm laying down on my deathbed I can look back and perhaps God will give me the, the, the grace to see the faces of the patients that I've touched, the people I've touched. Because let me tell you something, when an African-American like myself from Nigeria goes into a reservation with you know, American Indians, right? Native, Native Americans. Yes. And I'm able to look beyond skin color because they all bleed the same, they hurt the same. Now the expression might be different, but that pain, like, is all the same. To be able to provide my service that I had to work very hard for, and give it freely to these people, lovingly to these people, that is perhaps one of the highest uh, level of service. Now I'm not gonna put it the same level as the uh, as my one of my idols, uh, MLK. Never. Okay. I'm not yeah. gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. But but service, honestly, is where you find yourself. When you serve people, when you lose yourself in service, right? The return, the ROI on that is you're not even you're not even ready for it. Yes. You can never re, you will never regret it. You know, I'm not we're talking about the financial aspect of that, you know, that aside, just the the uh, the the fulfillment to be able to give back to people, um, I think is is amazing. It's amazing. Yes. Amazing, man. Um, and, you know, I normally ask the two questions at the end mm -hmm. of, of every podcast episode. But for those of you who uh, follow the podcast since its inception, then you will have heard his, you know, his answers on uh, uh, season one uh, podcast episode number three. So I am challenging you to go back <laughs> and listen to season one podcast episode number three. Um, so you can hear what his legacy, what he wants, wants his legacy to be and how, he, you know, he's uh, 
he feels as though he's motivating his generation. But I will I will ask of one question of you just to kind of sum everything up. Um, so, and I, I don't, I, and I'll be honest, I can't specifically remember what your answer was, uh, you know, with the other podcast episode. But um, when we talk about this this level of service and commitment, mm-hmm. how how do you find, how do you immerse yourself and lose yourself in this level of commitment? Because it, your level of commitment is a lot different than someone that says I'm a volunteer as you know, a parent volunteer over at, at the school for the mm-hmm. play or bring some treats for the kids. Um, and I'm not saying that to diminish that either because that's necessary as well, but for how how do you find it within yourself to continue to put this burden upon yourself that this is something that I have to do? This is not for you. I, I don't feel like it's something that you just want to do, even though you're I mean, I know you want to, but it's it's like it's ingrained in your heart. How how do you feel as though you just continue to put the burden on yourself? I'll I'll keep it simple. So, you know, my last name is is Suzor. It is not Obama. It is not Trump. It's not Kennedy. It's, it's, I mean, no, I'm a no name. I'll put it that way. So, but my name is going to last, right? And it is, it's going to last for my children. But secondly, it is, I'm a representation of what it means to come from nothing. Mm. And that is important because I'm trying to let people know you don't need a name, a big name to have significance. So that is, that is where that comes from. That yearning to do more comes from. Hey, you know what? I couldn't say any, any, any uh, <laughs> articulate than that. Cause that's exactly what I feel. You know what I'm saying? That's, I feel like that should really be the thread that keeps all of us together as one. Yes. yes. I would be able to give back and, and to leave a lasting impression and and and, and leave a legacy that we will be yeah. proud of. So, yes. Gideon, we are running short on time, man. I want to thank you as always, you know, for um, everything that you do in the community, man, and uh, just continue to be a blessing to you know each and every one that you touch, man, because you you're, you're definitely making a, a lasting impression and making an impact in your community. So we definitely appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me. Yes. And to you, the listener and viewer, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. Hey, follow this man's lead. You know what I'm saying? Do it do it selflessly. You know, give back to the, the, your community and make, uh, you know, a lasting impression. It doesn't matter about how much money you have. It doesn't matter about your social media influence. It's all about having a, a heart and a desire to do so. Hey, until next time, I'm your host, Jay Snipes, a.k.a. the podcast of the people. Uh Don't forget to like, share and subscribe.